Hello, everyone. We're back. We are. We are back. Uh, we thought we'd record a little quick preview, mm. pre, like pre-intro to the intro to this episode and to the next sort of six episodes mm-hmm. because um, they were recorded in December slash early January of 2021 and they don't make a lot of sense contextually in terms of our banter mm. um, now in sort of October of 20. 22 so yeah don't say those words it's like nearly 12 months i know it's been it's been really something and we'll talk about it we will talk about it Mm -hmm. uh, when we catch up to current day episodes which is the playthings episode which will be released at some point some point at some i don't have dates uh but yeah just wanted to let you know that these were recorded quite some time ago (laughs) so if you're wondering why we're talking about squid game like it's brand new and interesting Mm -hmm. information why yeah it's uh not because we um we had a big old siesta for like 12 Mm. months and then woke up and went hello um it's not like you know 50 is it 50 dates like 50 first dates 50 first dates where it's like every day reset no Mm, no. it was one of those it's not one of those moments no No. um no the 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 longer story we'll share and play things but the very short quick story is that i had my baby Mm -hmm. quite a lot earlier than i thought i was going to have her and that just kind of threw our plans awry. Yep. And they've stayed awry for some time now. But we're back. We're back. We are. So enjoy this episode. Um and yeah. We'll see you in the in, in playthings. We'll for... see you in playthings when we can you guys catch up to us and we catch up to you. Yeah. Okay. Bye guys. Bye. Hello and welcome to We Will Talk About It, the Supernatural Rewatch podcast where we watch one episode every week, spoiler free. I'm Megan. I'm Kat. And this week we are talking about season two, episode five, Simon Said. Mm. So I'm very, very excited to talk about this episode mm-hmm. because I'm very, very excited to talk about the writer of this episode. Oh, okay. Uh, so let's start there. Uh, so this episode was written by Ben Edland mm-hmm. and directed by... Tim, and I'm going to say this wrong, and I'm so sorry, Tim, Iacofono, I-A-C-O-F-A-N-O. I'm going to say yes, but also don't come to me for accurate pronunciation. Yes, I'm so sorry, Tim. Your surname is really, really hard for me to pronounce. Um, but let's talk about Ben Edland. So when I was rewatching Supernatural at the start of this year, when I got the idea for this podcast, mm. and I saw this episode and I saw Ben Edland's name come up, I was like, oh, I know who Ben Edland is. Do I'm I, so excited. Would I know who this person is? Maybe. And so immediately had to go check to make sure I knew who it was, like I was right. Uh, so Ben Edland is an amazing writer. Mm. What I mostly knew him from, aside from Supernatural, is from Firefly. Oh. And so he wrote two episodes on Firefly. Oh, Firefly, for anyone who doesn't know, um, is a Mutant Enemy production and uh, it's very sort of, I guess, famous in the world, in the nerd community, because mm. it only has, I think, 12 episodes, yeah, 12 or 13 12, episodes. Yeah. yeah, I think it's 12 or 13. So it's not yeah. even a full s- first season before it got cancelled, mm. um, all the way back in like 2003, 2004. Which, having watched it now, mm-hmm. I don't get why it was cancelled. Yeah. Because the plot lines, the storylines, mm-hmm. the characters were very well, like, mm-hmm. you know what's up before you know what's up kind of thing. It is yeah. a very well-written very well um it's different like it's very different like yes. the idea of space cowboys is like what yeah. 
Oh. Famous in the nerd community for mm-hmm. only running for 12 episodes. Very famously got cancelled. This was in the time where it was like if you weren't getting those those, num- views. those views, if you weren't getting those numbers, you were gone. Like it was very, very cutthroat. It's very different to what it is now. Yeah, where well, everything gets a reboot. Well, everything gets a reboot or even if it's just like I feel like we get more of a chance for stuff to survive now. Yeah, that's very true. Um, It's very true. Like you get more of an opportunity and the industry is really different. Like we've had Game of Thrones now, which is a like a fantasy TV show. Yeah, it paved the way. There's a lot more genres and I feel like Mm -hmm. there's also a lot of in the the industry, there's a lot more competition because you do have Netflix who can Mm -hmm. produce very, very good dramas, very good. Mm -hmm. I mean, you've got you. Like yeah. that on its own. Then you've got Bridgerton. Sarah Gamble co-created. Oh, did you not know that? I did not. All, oh. That last episode where I, which we did for Sarah Gamble where I was like, oh, yeah, she's she's done well for yourself. And, she, and you're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, she's the co-creator of you. And it's, I mean, we'll get there, but it's oh. also technically she said it's set in a version of the Supernatural Universe. And I'll tell you which <gasps> version. <gasps> Sorry, eardrums. Oh. <gasps> I'm very excited. So yeah, sorry, good excited, but yeah. Like, so yeah, Sarah Gamble. But it's just and there's just more opportunity, I think, now for genre television. Definitely, you genre know, like TV The Boys and- is really big. Yeah, like, Doom Patrol is really big, and yep. all of these. <laughs> I realize I'm mentioning all stuff that supernatural people have created, but like, but there is there's more opportunity, and people. Men in the High Castle. If you yeah. haven't seen that, recommend. Um, there's a there's a lot more opportunity because you know, as you said, for genres, but also there's heaps of platforms now. It's yes. not just. Oh, if it doesn't fit the CW, it needs to fit HBO. And if it doesn't fit HBO, it has to go here. And yeah, it's like, no, it has it to go on f- Fox or whatever. Yeah, yeah, like the studios aren't just, they're not in the control now. Because like, mm-hmm. oh, if you don't want to take the CW, I'll take it to Netflix. Mm-hmm. Netflix will likely produce it and make a trillion, billion, gazillion dollars. Yeah, and it's just that, you know, the expectation of diversity is so much mm-hmm. better now. Like, mm-hmm. you know, obviously Squid Game is like the biggest <gasps> show this year. I haven't watched it because I'm very pregnant and I don't want to put myself in early labor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Look, if, if, <laughs> but I will watch it probably next year. Yeah, please do. Um, like, I, my partner and I watched it because as, as a yeah. lol, and it was just like, oh, we'll give it a go. Obviously, watch it with subtitles, you yes. heathens. Look, um, subbed, not dubbed. The that's yep. the cry of all nerds. Yep. Sorry, we because Netflix automatically puts it to like dubbed, mm-hmm. and it's fucking off putting. So yeah, so I think it's just a really different world, and that's Firefly would survive now. Oh which yeah. Is, is, Which is so bizarre to think. Like, yeah. there's shows out there, I'm like, how did you get four seasons? Oh, yeah. And I'm just like, how are we here? Why are we, why is Survivor still on? Oh, I yeah. I ask myself that all the time. Home and Away? <laughs> yeah, why is Home Away still alive? Yeah, um, Home a- and Away, for the international listeners, is a mm. uh, soap opera um, yes. set in a fictional New South Wales beach Coastal community. town, central. So Ben Edlund wrote two episodes on um, Firefly, because, again, there's only a couple of episodes mm. um so he wrote janestown which is probably one of my favorite episodes um and he also wrote shindig fly and because i've seen firefly a gajillion times um i recognized his name straight away and was like oh my god ben edland wrote this episode and that got me very excited and then i looked at what else he had written for supernatural and i got very very excited because there are a lot of some of the considered pretty universally the best episodes of supernatural um, I bet Edlund ones. And oh. yeah, and I'm not going to tell you which ones because A, you're not going to remember. True. Um, <laughs> and B, it's going to be more of a surprise for you over time as I slowly unfurl. So I'm very excited to talk about Ben Edlund. I will say that I am absolutely a Ben Edlund apologist, which means that um, I'm going to 
He hasn't done anything problematic, but I just mean that like I'm going to be like worshipping the ground that he walks on a little bit more than I do with other writers. Got you. um, Because I do love him much and I do love what he's done so much. So apologies in advance because I'm probably going to be a little bit more fangirly than I might otherwise be. He's he's done nothing problematic that I'm aware of in his life. Yeah, cool. uh, (laughs) Because when Megan was telling us, I'm logging into my, my podcast notes. Um, and Megan's like, oh, I'm go- I'm going to be like apologizing for him. And I've just given her like the darkest, dirtiest, like, th- yeah. like what is going on now? <laughs> no, no, I no, I I apologist in the sense of like I will excuse a lot of like I'll excuse him of you know any- yeah, making mistakes and plots and stuff. Yeah, exactly. Got you. That's <laughs> fine. I that, love him that too I can, much. <laughs> that, that I can get behind. It's more so. I was just like, excuse me. Anyway, so this episode opens um, on a sort of, you know, random town in America and we see this man who is walking down the street. Uh, He seems like he sort of knows people in the town, very calm. I will just say this actor, I don't know his name. I'm so sorry. I feel like I've seen him before in other things. He um, was in an episode of The X-Files called The Ghost in the Machine. And if you're going to watch any X-Files episode, if you haven't watched one before and you kind of want to get a sense of the, like, aggressive 90s, Mm-hmm. almost campy vibe of yep. the X-Files. The Ghost in the Machine is a good one because it is very like writers writing about computers when they probably like – When they didn't understand what they They didn't about. really know how computers worked at Got the time you. and like talking about technology that we today still kind of don't have. Like it's not real now, but they were like creating this it's it's a pretty great episode because it's Benunis. Okay. Cool. Um and he's he's in that episode. Also side note, recently, um, because I've watched The Great, which I know mm-hmm. you're watching your maternity leave. Yes. Um if you don't, I will be just heavily breathing at your doors going, watch it. Yes. Um Gillian Anderson. Yes. Goddess Queen. Uh-huh. I was like, girl Actress of High Renown. Sign me up. Like yeah. holy like her young, she's she's a bit of a baby. She's a bit of a cutie. Yes. Now I'm just like, damn, girl, you get that. Yeah. She's stunning. She's stunning. Yeah. I mean, definitely go watch anything ever that Gillian Anderson's been oh, yeah. in. Go watch The Fall. Go watch Sex Education. Go um, watch. Um, go watch The Great. Go watch The first uh, the season Crown. Of, go watch The Crown. Go watch the first season of American Gods. Um, give stunning. all of the work in the world. Go should go to Stunning. Julian Anderson because she is just a force. So yeah, so he's walking along and he walks into a gun store, which is a foreign concept to us yeah, in Australia. In Australia, that you could uh, wander into a, a place where yeah. guns are. Yeah, um, I cu- I couldn't tell you where you could Can't find. Relate. I don't know how you find a gun in Australia. I also love the fact that he picks. He gets that phone call. Yes, and it's that phone call. The acting is like you know he just looks like a guy mm. walking down the street. At first, I thought he was like a mayor or something like he had that kind of like yeah importance like it didn't mm-hmm. not arrogance but like you're like oh he obviously he might be on the council he might be a mayor he might mm-hmm. be a, a city official whatever america's used for the council or shires or whatever you call them i think they have mayors yeah yeah they have mayors, they have mayors. there was a mayor in back to the future there was a mayor in parks and recs in yeah. Pawnee Town. there you go did i say Pawnee Town? in Pawnee, not Pawnee Town. <laughs> Anyway, um, so yeah, I, I, the pivot of just like him being cool, cash, and then there's getting his phone call and being like, "I'm a man on a mission." Mm-hmm. So he goes into this gun shop. He's talking. He's clearly like small town because they clearly mm-hmm. know him um, by first name. By first name, and they're having a chat, and he's looking at a gun, and he's like, "This, this whole scene, honestly." And I think again, again, we're not that podcast. We're not, we're podcast. not good. We're not getting into it, but I think it's really hard to not 
have some of the context of being a, an outsider, being from Australia, mm. looking in on America in a lot of ways and looking in on behaviours and attitudes and feelings around and crimes. Yeah, it's um, it's 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 hard to it's hard to separate that. We we just it we mm. but it's so it's it's hard to to not get into it a little bit. But it did make my skin crawl a little. Yeah, I was uncomfortable. How all of this was playing out that he was like, oh no, I wouldn't want to like I don't thinking of getting into the sport like because he was looking at a particular gun to hunt turkeys. Turkeys, Tur- yes, turkeys. <laughs> He's like, oh no, like, but this whole thing where he's like, oh no, I'm not thinking of God, picking up. I could up never own a gun. I, could... I like, I'm not interested in this, and like, it's really creepy and really oh. like. And you can tell that the, um, I'd say the manager yeah. at the store or um or owner is very unsettled, and I was very much on his energy because yeah. I'm like, and the, you know, he gets the the bullets Which out. I find also very weird because in Australia, if you were to own a gun, you don't get the bullets straight away. Yeah, very. It's a process, apparently. It's very hard to get a gun yes. in Australia, and you have to have reasons. And it's not like the government goes, rubber stamp, automatic. No, there are reasons, but you have to meet certain criteria. Mm. And then having this guy just open a box of bullets, like, from underneath the counter, mm. can't relate. Yeah. And so he starts to load the gun up. And, and cocks it. And Ugh. it's, you know, and he's like, well, and the guy was like, no, 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 you can't do that in here. Like, it's illegal to do that and in here. And seeing everyone around him get instantly scared was yeah. just like, oh, I can't relate. Yeah. So, again, it, like it's like I said, it's really hard to divorce mm. sort of maybe our personal feelings about mm-hmm. this or our, like, personal experience of someone sort of watching from the outside in yep. of gun culture in America. And I guess if you have differing opinions on gun culture because that's, you're in America, that's cool. That's it's fine. just not our lived experience it's just not our experience and it's you know it's it's hard for mm. i think for us to watch because we come from a come from a very particular place where and I, again oh my god i'm trying so hard to like delicately say this where there was a bad thing that happened yep and that changed how we treated guns and that's the childhood that we grew up in yes there which was is a, that, a very famous incident yes the port arthur massacre uh, that changed the the face of how we deal with guns and how they're in our community. Yeah, and you know, and I remember it because I remember my dad having to give up his guns and mm-hmm. like that. It's it's very in in our culture of of that moment being being sort of yeah. In it our was a seven, it was a pivotal nine. point, and it's you know by no means we're saying that you know Australia is better than America because we did something. Yeah. That's not what we're saying. We're saying that. There was a pivotal point that in our history, in our very recent history, yeah, and that- in in our childhoods, and like something that we have memories about. And oh yeah, that, like for example, I remember when my grandfather passed away, and um, my uncle was taking over my grandfather's gun collection, and they found a couple he- bonus guns yeah. that <laughs> he guns. he should have handed in, and he didn't. Now, obviously, and that was just like. Yeah, so um, it's it is just hard to to see this from the outside looking in, yeah, and, and sort of relate. knowing the reality. Unfortunately, for a lot of people in America, mm. um, in terms of safety and in terms of how yeah. safe they might feel day to day. Anyway, anyway, we, we so just, it's very upsetting because he then upsetting. shoots the owner and then he shoots himself. Especially, it, I think it's even made even more eerie is that. People are screaming. There's people, women, and like women. I don't think there's children in the store, but there's people who are obviously visually upset because he is shot. We assume dead. The 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 manager. I think that's pretty safe to assume because he shot him like in, in the, the chest. chest. Um, and that he just calmly turns around to everyone and says like, 
now, now, it's going to all be okay, mm-hmm. and then puts the gun under his chin, and then that's the cold opening. And, yeah. But the funny thing is when he does that, you see the um, Alan, I believe his name is, he looks up at the ceiling, and you see, like, a sink, and it's a white sink, mm-hmm. and it's, like, flickering, and then all of a sudden and it's revealed that this was a vision that Sam has had. Yes, and he's um, the tap's running, he's got water in his face. I love Dean because Dean is me mm-hmm. as, as like an older sibling. I was like, come on, have you fallen in? Like, like mm-hmm. we've got to go. And then he's obviously, Sam's gripping the sides of the sink and it's mm-hmm. just like, and Dean's like, oh, here we go again. And so we then cut, they are trying to figure out sort of where this is happening, what's yep. going on. Um, they are, you know, talking in the Impala, you know, they're talking a little bit about what what Sam saw and trying to figure it out and it's sort of revealed that they are heading to the Roadhouse. Yep. And so this is our first time seeing the Roadhouse after episode two. Yep. They come in and they are wanting to get help from Ash to try and figure out where this place is because mm-hmm. in Sam's vision he saw some sort of meaningful stuff like a bus. A bus, a bus like Blue Ridge yeah. bus company, uh, some – Non, some descript, non-descript things. Yeah, they, they were hoping um, Ash could help with. Mm. And that also means that we get our next kind of like interaction with Joe <sighs> um, and Joe and Dean, as we talked about in the first episode that she appears. The idea, of course, is that we're meant to be getting them set up as uh, as maybe a love interest for Dean. Well, from this episode on, definitely not, because when we do go to the Roadhouse, she is playing a... Um, like a shooting game? Shooting game. Like a deer just, shooting game? Yeah, like an animal shooting game, which, I mean, oh, um, optics from what happened from the beginning of the episode. Mm-hmm. Um, and she's made a bet with some patron and she's won. So she's won yeah. the game and he's just like, oh, your skills are amazing. And she's like, pay up, give me the money. And then Joe's mom, Ellen, comes over and is like, you should have really looked at the scores. And yeah. she's like, Joe, 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 yeah, Joe. Yeah, she's got all of the high scores. Yeah, yeah. She's um, uh, she She's skilled. Yes, um, and she obviously was hustling him um, yes. for the money. It's just very odd because they've dressed her in this episode not so skanky. Yes. Um, so I don't have to see her, basically, her vagina because that was a, anyone not playing at home who wasn't around in the 2000s. Jeans were very borderline across. The, oh, yeah. They just scraped over the pelvic bone. But, yeah, she's wearing like a tanky top thing, like it mm-hmm. covers her full body. But they've, I don't know, they, they've made her very kid, like very innocent kind of rebellious mm. kind of teen they haven't they haven't glamped her up like they did when we first met joe yeah really toned it down and she's kind of youth yeah and i was like oh here it begins yeah and uh you know dean and she goes over to the jukebox and puts on a song and it's yeah. like yeah i mean we'll talk about it more in the next episode yeah, we that's where we'll probably get into this properly yeah, um this like- is just an incidental little moment of like her Joe, in the background of her, of Joe being in the background, and definitely the intention was to set her up as a love interest for Dean. Failed. Um, that was absolutely the plan for this character, and we'll talk in depth in the next episode why mm. I don't think it worked. Well, yeah, yeah, and I, why I think it's sort of mm. you know nothing against the actress, nothing absolutely against the not. nothing against any of like nothing against the idea of Dean having a love interest. No, and you know, it's just we got fifteen seasons; it's going to happen. Like, it's going to happen, but it's definitely not the 666 kind of scenario. Route 666. Yeah. Like, um. <laughs> You're like, what, devil worshipping? No, like, it's not the <laughs> That's route That's the six crux six. of this, ep- this this podcast. No, no, it, it, it's not on – it doesn't go to that territory. It's just mm. more – you can definitely tell it's 
it's dated of how they wrote a woman like how do we make her youthful but also appealing to Let's talk about this episode. Let's yeah, right. Sorry. Yeah, true. Because this is like three seconds of the episode. Yeah, we're not in. We'll, sorry, we'll, so we'll talk yeah, about yeah, it next we'll episode. About, uh, next episode. Yeah, bit, bit, bit. Um, so they meet up with Ash, who has this great introduction where, like, they he's knocking on the door and he's not coming in, and Ash is clearly high as a kite and completely naked. <laughs> yeah, it's great. <laughs> it's fucking great. And but he works out that it's a place called Guthrie, um, but there's no signs of the demon anywhere. Um, and because Sam was sort of expecting there to be demon activity, which is obviously what Ash was Ash was tracking for them. But there's no sign of any demon activity. And instead, he's like, "Okay, let's have a look, see if there was a baby that um was in a nursery fire yep. in 1983. The baby would have been six months old. Uh, and they do find one. They do find a kid who um was caught in the fire um when they were six months old. So yep, um, they do actually find something." that like marries up with what sam's marries, going through yeah and, and like with the the signs of the demon and it's this guy called andy um and so they decide to go and investigate and check this out i also did forget that i love that ash being because ash is like a great side character mm-hmm. um it's like that he calls himself dr badass mm-hmm. i'm like and then obviously he is naked it's like oh god this guy it's very joe dirt yeah, <laughs> he's he's a really good character and he's really kind of fun in the little bit that he's in this episode. And so they head off to Guthrie because, you know, they're trying to stop this death from happening. You know, all of Sam's premonitions have come early and at least a, attempted to be early enough to stop them from happening. Yeah. Um, and so that's what they're doing. That's where, excuse me, that's where they're going. Yeah. It's going to Guthrie in order to track this down. Yeah, uh, track so trying down. to do what happened at the, like in like end of uh, season one where yeah. they tried to get there um, to try and stop the events that in Sam's visions are happening. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they go, there's no real sign. They can't really find much sign of Andy. Um, he just seems to be this kind of ephemeral person like he doesn't seem to have a permanent address he doesn't yeah. seem to have any permanent work he sort of seems to have debt but doesn't seem to be flagged with anyone yeah for having that debt they go and meet a friend of his tracy in a diner um, in a diner and she is cute as a button she, she is, is oh, adorable yeah, she gave me taylor swift like innocent vibes yes T- like, like young young taylor swift yeah not nothing against taylor swift but like yeah. even that kind of you know like cutesy, where she went through that cutesy phase yeah. of like innocence, like gorgeous, cute as a button, boop on the nose kind of scenario. She's gorgeous. Yeah. And she sort of like thinks that they are collector, like being for like collectors. Yeah. Cause I love, cause they're again, they're in suits that yeah. are seven sizes too big for them. Yes. And they just look, they just. Look <laughs> How like- they found that suit for Jared is beyond me. So they're like, no, 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 we're here because his great aunt died and she's left him a considerable estate. And she's yep. like, oh, okay. She's like, Deck collectors show up, but you, like they, I don't know what she, he just says to them, but they always seem to just kind of go away, go away. Like he can talk his way out of anything. And yep. we meet this this other guy called Weber, mm-hmm. who's like, oh yeah, Andy, he's so cool. He can get you anywhere. Like he got me in backstage at Aerosmith once, which is very cool. Yes. Yeah. So they're, um, they're talking to Tracy, and yeah, Weber's obviously very excited. Mm-hmm. He seems like he's crushing a little bit on Andy. This like, yes, it's like it seems like. A little, like, little bit of bromance. Yeah. And they say, look, if you want to find Andy, you just need to look for his van. Um, you can't miss it. It's got a barbarian queen on the side riding a polar bear. You know, and Dean's sort of like, okay, I'm kind of into this. Yeah, and I'm, I'm Sam's, Sam's pretty troubled, though, because he's like, this guy, like, he... Mm. 
he obviously has a gift. He has a gift. Like he's going to kill people. And this is the, you know, this is the second killer we've met, you know. Yeah. Uh, we met one last, you know, well, last year, but well, like, like six, you know, we'll we met say one six, last season. Yeah, last season, but we'll say six months. We'll say there's been a good six month gap. Yeah. He's concerned because he's like, is that going to, ha- like, you can definitely see, you know, Dean's just, you know, he's vibing. He's got the, yes. he's got the 80s glam rock, you know, soundtrack playing in his head. He's vibing. He's singing a band. He's like, I could party with this guy. Sam is going, Look, this isn't potentially the second killer. Mm-hmm. Does that mean that I'm ne- like, am I going to go on the same? Like, he's definitely yeah. thinking if they're killing, does that mean it's going to happen to me? Like, what's happening? I'm like, he's being me. Like, I am definitely on the Sam vibe. Yeah. I'm like, holy shit, this is not a coincidence now. Yeah. And as Sam points out, he's like, um, well, I kind of am a killer. Like, I kill all kinds of things. Like, I don't it's kill true. people, um, but I still kill the de- things. They, like, the bump you know, of the kill- night. I kill vampires and all kinds. So, yeah. and, and as we know from vampires, they were mm-hmm. people once. Yeah, ex- exactly. And so, so it's so. Mm-hmm. Uh, so then we get to meet or we get our first glimpse of Andy. He's definitely rocking that stoner vibe. He's got oh, yeah. a like dressing gown on and like comfy shoes and comfy pants. So Andy comes out. He's just had a, a tryst, a liaison uh, with uh, a with a lady. Mm, um, he's uh he's done some homework. If you know what I'm saying. I do not know what you're saying. Is that a well-known like sexual innuendo thing? Yeah. He did some homework with someone? You know, he studied, this... studied with someone, you know? He studied biology? Yes, there we go. There we go. Fuck there me. There we, we go. go. That's what I was trying to say. That's going to make the blooper real, isn't it? Do you know it? what I just remembered? Oh, God, what? <laughs> was this you that for years you were like, it was was because the, the actual saying is camp is a row of tents. No, it was me. Remember, you were you were saying yeah. gay is a row of tents. Yeah, that was me because you literally because <laughs> it you took me it. years to figure out where you were going with this because she would say this all the time. She'd be like, it's "Gay is a row of tents." I'm like, and I would turn it over in my mind, trying to put the pieces together, trying to work out. Honestly, where... Jess, my bestie, brings this up often. I had forgotten about this, and it was it was I was like turning it over like. And you said like it to a, Jess. It's a it's a puzzle that I'm going to solve one day, and then eventually Jess, because um, you said it, yeah, and she's like, "Do you mean?" I think I raised it as a joke of being like, because you said it, and then I think I said it to Jess, being like, "Why? What does she mean by this?" Like, really trying to My best friend, the coder of a lifetime. Yeah, and she's like, she means camp as a row of tents. You phys- you were you screamed very loudly at your desk when mm-hmm. you used to sit at the top of the call center. Yeah, slammed your hands on the desk, and you're like, that's what she meant. Because honest to God, like was I could not, I couldn't unravel it. Mm. I could not unravel where you were going with it. Yeah, look, and I, I would turn it over in quiet moments, trying to put the pieces together about what was inherently gay about tents. Yeah, and, and they're nondescript, really. I'm like, I tents very gay. No, but no. You know what is campus row of tents makes way more sense. Yep. Much like this, this walk that we just took to yeah. studying biology. Yeah. Yes. Yes. That's definitely a saying. Uh, yeah. 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 <laughs> she just did some homework work. together. Uh, yeah. Not no, so much. Not so much. <laughs> <laughs> what, what kind of homework was it? Was it geometry or was it biology? Yeah. Where are we? Where are we is this something? Was it SOS? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> studies of uh, society and the environment yeah. for the non-Australians. Yes, sorry. Um, it's probably not even called that, like, in Australia yeah. anymore. No, it's probably called <laughs> something else because we're very old and school was very long time ago. Yes. But, yes, no, what I meant was they – They were know. studying biology together 
it would take me a while to recover from that. Anyway, um, and then he's talking to this guy and you can sort of see, you can always like lip read of like, can I have that coffee? And he like just gives him his coffee. Yeah. So they see they see the gentleman that's from the cold open mm-hmm. um, that we know is Do- Dr. Jennings, but they don't really know. But um, Sam's obviously like, yeah, he's like, that's him. On. That's the guy. So Sam's like, great. I'm going to go keep an eye on him. Like, mm-hmm. I think today's the day. Like, we need to stop him from dying. Yep. And from killing people. Um, and Dean's like, cool. I'll stay on Andy. Um, and so he's following Andy in his van um, and Andy pulls up, gets out and basically puts the whammy on, on Dean. Like Dean is like the chatting about the Impala and he's, he's like, like, yeah, cherry ride, like 67 Impala, like one of the best. Like he's like, do you know what? I, I really like this car. I, I think I should have it. Yeah. And he's just like, can I have your car? And I, Jensen mm-hmm. claps. He's just like, yeah, sure, man. And um, mm-hmm. and he just gets out of the car, mm-hmm. stands there, and is really happy that Andy's got his baby. Yeah, until he drives off and then he's like, what just and happened? I, just, like, I love that he's just like aimlessly standing on the side of the road mm-hmm. and it's just like, son of a bitch. Yeah. And then his phone rings <laughs> and it's Sam and he's just obviously coming out of the ram. Yeah. Like realizing what he's done. Yeah. Sam is still tailing Dr. Jennings. Mm-hmm. Um, he sort of is now in the vision that he saw. He sees the bus going past. He yep. sees him getting a phone call. So he gets ahead of him. He goes into the gun store and he pulls the fire alarm. Wow. Yeah. Great idea. Gets everybody out. Obviously, you can sort of see Dr. Jennings. It like almost breaks his trance or whatever yep. he's in. Um, makes it so that he doesn't um, kill himself yeah. or, and also kill the owner. Yeah. And Sam's like, great, crisis averted. Unfortunately, mm. uh, we see Dr. Jennings get another call. And at the same time, this is, a, as it turns out, a ruse, mm. um, a red herring. We also see um, Andy drive past in the Impala because Sam sees him in the, in Impala, the Impala and is like, wait, what? And you can see he's on a phone. Um, and unfortunately, then Dr. Jennings steps in front of that same bus that we just the saw. The Blue Ridge, yeah. Which is going conceivably fast yeah. for the middle of town. Yeah. Like, like it's that's like, not real. <laughs> I like trains. Yes. 100% that. It was very fast. I mean, that guys, I'm watching on YouTube. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, it, that bus was hauling ass. Yeah. Um, and at the same time as all of this is happening, Sam is talking to Dean and mm. Dean is like, he full on Obi-Wan'd me. Like, these are not the droids you're looking for. Um, which that joke comes back later. Um, it's sure. I, I, I know, I know Dean does say that. Or yes. Sam, or, no, it was Dean that said yeah. that. And I was like, that's a nerd thing to say. It is a nerd thing to and, say. And again, it's like, a reference I, to the first Star Wars, A sure. New Hope, um, when they're going I've into. I've seen it, but sure. Moss Eisley and they're driving in in the, the. Um, stormtroopers. I don't. I really don't want to explain the plot of Star Wars. No, no, no. It's fine. Um, <laughs> it's fine. Um, Everyone else by you knows yep. what this is a reference yep. to. Cat's <laughs> like, sure. Uh, so, I go. It's Star Wars. It's the Star Wars thing. Yes. So, it, but it essentially means he like Jedi mind tricked him. Got you. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, Sam is pretty devastated yeah. that he thought he, you know, and uh, uh, in Sam's defense, he did save a life. He did save the life He's, of the owner of the. Yeah. the I think he's um, Sam definitely shop. has a hero. Comp- I think I think also, and I again the the, the questions or the, the things that no one thinks about. I think Sam's also trying to. In my head, I'm like he's he's aware that things are the people he's encountered mm-hmm. have the same powers as him. They generally gravitate to more evil side of things, and he's yeah. trying to do the extra work of like trying to lean real hard into the good mm-hmm. and trying to beat the demon. 
Yeah, and trying to maybe prove a little bit that it doesn't have, have to, to be, end. Yeah, it doesn't in, have to end in that way. In that way, yeah. I could be reading into that, but I feel like it no, does. I think yeah. I think I think that's actually kind of fair to to read into. Yeah, I think that's pretty justified. Um, we get another um cutback. Andy is goes to see Tracy. Mm-hmm. Um, it's very clear in this interaction that they were maybe more than just friends yep. at one point. And he's really upset because he's just found out Dr. Jennings has died and he's really, really sad. And obviously they have some kind of connection. Mm -hmm. Um, And Tracy's like, well, I'm glad you've come to see me. Like, I'm glad you are here. Um, Again, cues, sweet. Sweet. I reckon, again, they were both very, they both suited each other. Like, I was like, I can pick this chemistry up. Like, I can see that they would, they would be, they would, they would have, you know, almost like the, the Winchesters, like they were very young, innocent. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm talking about Mary and John, obviously. But they had like cues mm. a button, like they could get married. Yeah, could I have a family. I think they're, I think they're, yeah, cute as button, really, really mm. sweet. And I, like again, I told you, I'm gonna like give Ben Edlund maybe pro- more props than he deserves. But like, it is nice to see female characters fleshed out in in interesting ways. Yeah, she's not necessarily the same. Joe. Well, no. Let's we'll get. But, like, you know, she's this kind of really cute, sweet. Yep. Like, it, it, it was just nice to see so a different female personality. Yeah, assisting. that's not just like, you know, again, she's not just jumping on, you know, the hood of the Impala in like a, a you know, a leather, leather, you know, miniskirt and you know, swinging her hair around because she's the, the bar wench, you know. That's yeah. Like, which or is even nice. Just kind of the like damsels in distress Stress, that we yeah. sort of came across who were, you know, it's fine, but good and different in, in some episodes. It's nice to have some. Fr- yeah, so I really appreciate that. Definitely agree that, like, she and Andy have this really great chemistry together. Very good chemistry for side characters. Yeah, and for, like, one-offs, as it were. Yeah, definitely. Um, And so the, I, I really appreciated mm. all of that. Yeah. Um, And so in the meantime, Sam and Dean are trying to find Baby. Thankfully, it's okay. They find... <laughs> They find her out the front of the cafe. I just love that Dean just, like, runs. He's like, oh, I'm never going to let anything happen to you again, my baby. And so Sam is, like... They're sort of talking about it. They're like, okay, clearly he needs to give verbal commands mm-hmm. in order to um, mind control you into doing what he wants. And Dean, Dean's like, he's just not giving off that energy, like that stone cold killer energy. Yeah. Like I get he's that pretty... it's all of the pieces seem to match up, but yeah, it doesn't match up with him. him. So they go and look in Andy's van. It's tricked <laughs> out. It's like full seventies <laughs> sex van. Oh yeah, it's such a porno set. Yeah, well, yeah, but in like a good, not in a yeah, cr- not yeah, in a like it's kind of got that way. like. Look, all you need is someone in some silk silk robes and a very big handle moustache and hello, you're in a porn. You're in like that porn set. Yes, for sure. But there's some books there. They're all uh, philosophers. So, you know, things like um, Heigl and Kant. So like Mm. real like heavy thing, like heavy duty philosophy. There's also Um, a heavy duty fucking bong. Yes, Moby Dick's bong. Which this is is where like supernatural – really toes that line because yeah. firstly it's a dick joke because it's saying it's as big as a whale's, whale's dick. dick whale's oh, dicks I are mean, famously ginormous this bong was like the biggest bong i think i've ever seen in my life oh yeah it's a comedically enormous bong it's yeah. unnecessarily big yeah I'm just like, like you don't need that <laughs> yeah i don't understand how to inject a bong um <laughs> but like you would need some good sucking power from just in the sense of trying to Get the end result of the smoke. Yes, that is a that has got a long way to go. Like you're drawing on that hardy. You better have lungs the size of Moby Dick. Yes, but then it's also like a we like a bong joke, and it's also yeah. they're showing a bong on screen. Yeah, and it's which a glass in like bo- 
a glass bong as well. And so for me, it's kind of like, you know, this is 2006, 2007 at this stage. Yep. Weed is still very much an illegal substance. Mm-hmm. We're not where we are today. It's it's just, like I said, Supernatural toes that yeah, line with it the was CW. just enough to. Where they weren't going to get the, the scene cut or like, yeah. well, you can't make that joke. Yep. But it's such a good joke and it's funny on like multiple levels. Yeah, because like, there's, there's layers. Ben Edlund, I love you. So next scene and they are sort of trying to figure out why Dr. Jennings would die and he seems like he's just like your regular GP, GP country town GP, you yeah. know. Lovely like, guy. Everyone knew him. Squeaky clean, yeah. no marks in his record, nothing to be concerned yeah. about. My next note, which I think is from this scene, just says someone with a hard-on for Jensen lit him in this episode because his eyes, because he has green eyes, because the internet didn't already know that, they do. His eyes are so green and so brightly lit in this episode. And this episode is lit very naturally. Yeah, like we really it, don't have that filter. Did you get to see his little freckle he does. Now that Kat's discovered Jensen <gasps> has freckles, oh, my, which honestly, is my what, favorite reveal so far. I love, I love so much. But yeah, like you see all these little freckles. And this, this episode did make me see this episode lit very bright. Yeah, it's very, a very natural. It's very daylight. Like not mm. a lot happens at night, which is unusual for Supernatural. No, it's, which I think is good that they flipped it. Like they yeah. have given us. Because normally when you think of Supernatural, you do think but in mm-hmm. this in this particular scenario, it's very like, actually, everything's out in the open. Everything happens in the daytime. These phone mm. calls have been placed in the daytime. People going about their normally daily like routines. Yeah. Sam is still pretty sure that Andy is the one mm-hmm. responsible. He's like, Andy I, has mind control powers. This guy was mind controlled in front of the bus. Like, I don't. I literally saw Andy on the phone. Yeah. Like, the pieces all fit together. Yeah. And Dean is just, Dean is still kind of like, I don't know. I don't know. Like, maybe Dick's bong. Like, this is right. Like, I don't think he's the guy. And I think as well, like, Dean is trying to maybe show Sam and go, not all of these kids are psychopath killers. Yeah, you're not going to end Some up the same way. Some of them are way. just stoners, have a good time and get free studying coffee. Some, you know, studying some biology. <laughs> um, and they're having this conversation and Andy shows up and he's like, why are you guys following me? Like, what's going on? Um, Dean immediately. <laughs> oh, this caves. scene is like exposition of him just going mm-hmm. dot point is me. Anyone with authority? Yeah. And they're like, what are you doing? And I'm just like, oh, I went to the, I went to the petrol station. I filled up my car. I put like windscreen wiper stuff in the fluid. Mm-hmm. Like this is me. Yeah. Because I am that person. Uh, so he immediately spills all the beans. Oh, He's the like, beans. we hunt demons, like so good. spirits, so things good. You're, like your worst nightmares are made of. This is, I'm, I'm, I'm Dean. This and is I my brother Sam. Sam. Like, Dean! <laughs> yeah. It, and it's, you know, it's really fun because clearly this isn't impacting Sam. Sam is not impacted by the yeah. mind control. He's not being mind controlled probably because he, he has. Shares the same blood. Power source. But yeah, I just love that. And it's, it reminded Dean as like, it gave me that kid vibe or somewhat like ego what did you do? And then the kids literally spilled the beans. And yeah. it's very like, bang, 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 bang. And it's like listing all the things. And so Dean is like panicking because he's clearly like, I don't want to be telling you any of this, but I'm still telling you everything. I'm spilling all the beans. Yep. Um, and so he's like, just leave, like leave town now. Don't come back. And Sam, Dean sort of is getting ready to basically do that. Sam gets out of the car. He's following Andy. He's like, no, go away. Get in your car, drive, never come back. Mm-hmm. Sam's like, it's not going to work on me, mate. It's not. This isn't happening. Nope. Um, because I think it's because we have the same, you know, origin of powers. Like, yep. They started when you were 22, maybe about, you know, six to 12 months ago. Yep. 
um, they're getting stronger over time. Yep. Like, because I'm the same as you. I'm like, the same as you. And Andy is like, I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. Very deny. And then we get Sam with his head date vision mm-hmm. moment. This scene, I, all I could think of was like, oh, the smell of burnt hair. Oh, this Moira Rose wig as well. Because oh, yeah. clearly this... they've clearly got the stunt woman to be the character, if that makes sense, because yep. she doesn't say very many lines. No. And so it's very clear that she's obviously the stunt person who mm-hmm. does this stunt. That wig is horrific. Wiggy. Oh, um, yeah. It's very, again, it's very Moira Rose. Yes. Without the fun Moira Rose-ness. Yes. And so this is obviously um, very upsetting. This woman is dousing herself with petrol and sets herself on fire. fire. After receiving, a f- again, another phone call. Yes. Uh, which is really, you know, and so Sam is obviously like, well, Andy's right here. I can stop this because We're, he's I, here. And I'm ahead of the game. Yes. And then in the background, we hear the fire truck go blaring mm-hmm. past the Impala and Andy's van and them. And Dean, I like how Dean gets a little bit shitty. He's like, not shitty, but he kind of goes, hang on. What the fuck? Yeah. Like, aren't you meant to be ahead of the game? Yeah. I love that Andy's just like, there wasn't me. I don't know this woman. Like, I don't mm-hmm. know. They split up. Like, obviously, Sam and Dean split. Sam stays with Andy because mm-hmm. obviously cannot be affected by his mind Jedi yep. powers. So Dean goes to the, the petrol station. Yes. And unfortunately, this woman has already died. Like, yep. this happened whilst they were talking, talking to Andy. To him. Yeah. Which means that it's definitely not Andy. Because he didn't place the phone call because they had yep. eyes on him. So Dean was right. Yes, and so he's like, well, it can't be him because we literally were with him when this happened. Like, it literally only just happened. Yep. So it can't be Andy. It has to be someone else, which obviously sounds crazy. There's more than one person with mind control powers. In In a small country town. In a small country town, but. Here we are. It seems that that is, in fact, the case. Yep. And we cut back to Sam and Andy, and they're having this conversation about these visions and what Sam's visions are, and Andy's kind of like, dude, that's, that's messed up. Like. All mine get let me have is like, you know. I can control some things. I can control people and get them to do what I want. Like yours are fucked up, basically. Yeah. Which is, I mean, not not correct. Yeah. But you get this like, I love Andy. He's so Again, sweet. sweet. He's sweet. Hence he's why so sweet. He's I want like, him to get back with Tracy. Sam's like, you could have anything you want. You could live in a mansion. Like you make your debt collectors go away and you get cocky given to you what like what he's like i've got my van i've got everything i need like a good you know he's he's, he he doesn't want for anything he doesn't want for anything he's he wants to be happy yeah and like i'm like that's pretty good from the yeah and he's not used it to like seek out power or seek out fame like i mean obviously he has a flame for tracy but he he mm -hmm. could he could force tracy to be with him for the rest of his life and we'll get there um we will get there but yeah like you're right. Like Sam makes it saying like you can have any anything or anyone you want, and you, it did make me think because again I don't know don't remember this episode. I was like, it's really n- nice to see that. Obviously, he and Tracy have chemistry, but he hasn't influenced her feelings for him. It's yeah. all been organic, and it's and that, again I was like, you're a good guy, and I mean I was yeah. like, I need to unpack some of that maybe later. But at this point in time in this episode, yeah. I was like, it's really sweet to see that you're right he isn't the evil guy he isn't the villain yeah he's and that's maybe what sam needed to see as well is that like he's just as i put it in my notes a sweet little stoner bean yep he's just a sweet stoner kid you know living in a small town world yeah and he you know he's not seeking out 
like violence. He's not seeking out even like fame or, or glory power or any of it. Like wealth and he's just like happy with what he has in his life mm. and yeah, it's like nice that Sam gets again, to see that as well. Yeah, and again, like I said, he could he could force Tracy to be with him, but he yeah. doesn't. And he just lets it organically. They've had a relationship. You could tell they've had some kind of trust maybe. They kind of be like dated and they've just Yeah. You know, young kids just break up and he's let that happen organically. He hasn't forced it. And it's like with his powers and it's nice to see. Anyway, that was just my little thought. Yeah. Um, and so they find out that the woman who died was Holly Beckett. She was 41 and mm-hmm. single and he'd never heard of her, like didn't really know who she was. Yep. And But Dean had called Ash to try and dig a little bit of stuff up. Mm-hmm. And it turns out that Holly had given birth when she was 18 in 1983. Yep. Um, so obviously the same age as Sam, give or take, and that she'd given the baby up for adoption. Mm-hmm. And they're like, and are you adopted? And he's like, yeah. 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 And they're like, did you think of telling us this earlier? He's like. It did not come up, which Andy's in the right on this. This it's, this whole little snippet did did seem disjointed. Like it's like mm. automatically go, you're adopted, and it's like just because he didn't know the woman doesn't automatically mean that she gave birth to him. But I mean, obviously in this instance it did. But it's just a weird. I don't know it was. I know you you're gonna forgive. Yeah, forgive old Benjamin. Um, but yeah, I was just like, that's a strange like this exposition. But sure, but sure. Yeah, I guess they sort of had to get there, and they're like, they tried to get the birth Snap records. There, yeah. But um, they are locked away, and Andy's yep. like, "Well, anyone can get into locked records. It's <laughs> yeah. me with it's my mind me. control." I mean, this guy needs to be around for like for the next fifteen seasons because anytime they're in a sticky jam, yeah, this guy could just be like, "No, these guys are FBI agents. No, these guys do work for home security. Like, he could yeah. definitely be. He, they need, they need, they need, they need him in their lives. Yeah, yeah. And you know, so we cut to they're obviously in the county records. Mm-hmm. Um, He's talking to this like sweet little elderly security guard. He's like, like, "Go get, go get some coffee, coffee. or something." Yeah, these are not the droids that you're looking. They're not the droids you're looking for. Which mm. again, Star Wars reference. Which Dean obviously gets. Dean's on my side. Yeah, I'm on because <laughs> he laughs and he's I'm, like, awesome. I'm just over here. And again, again, I like to say, I still stand by my mark that these two would be friends. Yeah, because they just have the same vibe. Yeah. It would help Dean to maybe chill out a little bit. <laughs> yeah. Dean chill out a bit and maybe give more perspective to, you know, open up Andy's eyes to like the bigger picture of the world. Yes. And so they do find out that um Holly is Andy's birth mother. Mm-hmm. And I do kind of like that Andy kind of has this very real reaction to it. Like he kind of like, he's, he's taking it all on board because he's like, okay, this is, you know, I have powers. Sam clearly has powers, but this is a lot to take in. Yeah. Um, you know, and we sometimes, I think we've talked a couple of times about like people just like getting on board a little too quickly with like, oh, it's, you know, ghost murder. Sounds good to me. Um, yeah. And but he like, definitely takes his time to reel. Yeah. Like has a moment. He makes a joke where he's like, does anyone have a Vicodin? Like, <laughs> yeah. I mean, correct response. And then while they're going through the record, they also discover that Holly gave birth to twins. Yes. Which also, again, I love they, they gave uh, Andy the breathing time to says that he has a brother yes as or, he puts it he's like i have an evil twin because it's yeah ob- because like down. dr jennings was the doctor that delivered he yep. was the doctor that sort of to um facilitate the adoption, adoption which obviously occurred where they were split up which yeah. i don't think happens very much these days like no. the twin adoptions i think that in general you adopt kids yep but i mean back in it 80s. was the 80s <laughs> it was also the 80s so i mean yeah read, read into that as you will people yeah very um, different world very different world but yeah i do love that he's sitting down and he's having like this full existential crisis of like I have an evil twin. Yeah. I have an evil twin. Yeah. And I mean, correct, because, you know, you make the assumption that the, the twin the, the, that we don't know who is yet is doing mm-hmm. the killings. 
Yeah, and so they find out his name's Anson Weems, which is <laughs> the weirdest name. It's it's nuts. It's, it's, nuts, it's a nuts but name. it's I think it's nuts enough that he's like, oh, I've never heard that name before in my life. And they're like, oh, we're getting his picture from the DMV for like his um, driver's license. Yep. And then Dean gets it, and he's like, oh, oh. I love that comes through from a fax. Yes. He shows one of the pages to Andy, um, and Andy's like shocked. Yeah, because he's like, I know who that is. Yeah, because it's Weber talking to Tracy, oh, being like. Here's the thing. Yep. Okay, you go. Here's the thing. A lot of the time is supernatural. What we've talked about so far is like it gets dark, but it doesn't really face it head on. And so you're kind of left to kind of fill the gaps, fill the gaps or kind of discuss the consequences. And I appreciate this episode goes really dark and mm-hmm. it just keeps, it, it hits that straight line of yeah. going dark. Yeah. And keep pushing forward. And keeps well. pushing forward and being like, no, this is really, really dark and really horrible. And we're all going to look at that. Like we're going to face that head on rather yep. than it being kind of like, oh, Off that's side. dark and we don't really address that in this yep. episode. Um, so I do appreciate that. I do appreciate a little – it's horrible and it's very scary. Yeah. But it's a lot more direct yep. than sometimes what we get yep. where later on we're like, oh, that's problematic and I don't like that at all. Like this is problematic, but, but it's it's problematic in the, the writing the context, is making it yeah. crystal clear that it's bad. Yeah. He's talking to Tracy. He's like, oh, you guys, you and Andy used to go out. And she's like, yeah, you know, we went out for a little while. It just, you know, you know, sort of right, right person, wrong time sort of yep. kind of situation. Yep, yep. Definitely can sense that from the interactions that we've seen yes. with Andy and Tracy. And then he <laughs> sort of switches to mind controlling Tracy. And we get the reveal that he is the twin. And he's been sort of infiltrated their lives as a friend yep and apparently is now killing off people that were involved in their birth slash adoption slash separation of them and so they're trying to figure out where to find Weber what to do and we get Sam having another vision vision, a really horrifying vision yep Um, Tracy she's only wearing like a slip like an under dress yep she's wearing negligee a negligee but it's not, not like sexy. sexy. No. It's like practical, like yeah. something someone might wear under a dress. dress. Yeah. Um, She's ooh. pre-shapewear. Yeah, pre-shapewear. <laughs> because she doesn't need it. No. Um, <laughs> I mean, no women really need shapewear. But yes, and this is Lisa. So yeah, she's wearing a slip and mm-hmm. they look to be at a dam or a lookout kind yeah. of because it's very dark. There's a car and it's very all upsetting. Yes. And basically she climbs up onto the ledge. Um, She's crying and then yep. she jumps. Jumps and... It's very upsetting. Um, mm-hmm. We make again. We we make the assumption that Weber wants Tracy, but Tracy doesn't want Weber because she obviously has feelings for Andy. Yeah. Um. And obviously, she's holding that flame, hoping the right person will come. He will come at the right time. Maybe when done, maybe when they've grown up a little bit. Yeah. That they eventually will work their shit out and they will get together. Yeah. Exactly. Um. And so we cut back to this place, this dam or bridge, mm-hmm. wherever they are. They're in a car. They're in a car. And so this is really upsetting. But like I said, I appreciate it. Being oh, yeah. Direct. I, appreci- I appreciate Like, I don't not- appreciate it, but I appreciate that it's not dancing around it. Or yeah, flim- they're not flim- flim- Yeah, they're not It's like, no, this is really dark, and he makes it clear how dark it is. So yeah. I appreciate that because he, oh, yeah, 100%. he says, you know, I bring all my ladies here and they really like it. Well, I like it, so they like it. Yeah, it's. It's disgusting, and they definitely lean on the evil twin thing as well. Yeah, and it's. Like, he is disgusting. He's a, not a nice human. No, it's it's so dark and it's so horrible. Um, and she's crying, and he tells her, like, instructs her to stop crying, and so she does. 
Yeah. Um, and I guess as a little aside, that is a bit off topic. If you want a TV series that explores this particular concept in a lot more upsetting detail, but is acted out of the park, go watch the first season of Jessica Jones because it's real upsetting and it really goes there and it's fucking awesome. And David Tennant is amazing. Um, Christine Ritter is amazing. It takes this all the way through to its natural conclusion. Oh boy. So I would recommend it. Yeah. Um, I would re- I wouldn't recommend it if you have any kind of sexual trauma mm-hmm. of any kind. Okay. Because it's pretty upsetting. Yep. Okay. So I wouldn't recommend it if you have any kind of trauma in your life that is sexual in nature, regardless of what it might be. Definitely, probably Jessica Jones is not for you, um, but it is incredible. So go watch the first season of Jessica Jones. It's worth your time. David Tennant's in it. It's always worth your time if David Tennant's in it. So. And Kat can't really watch a lot of evil David Tennant because um, <laughs> she that's her favourite doctor. So yes. we, we'll leave that there. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I was, this is not that podcast. We've said that so many times this episode. This is not that podcast. But yeah, mm-hmm. I think it's also the fact that he makes her do things against her will. It's yeah. just so upsetting. Yes. And so she must just feel like obviously she feels violated, but there's this mm-hmm. extra level that she – would be in the back of her mind somewhere knowing that she's not making these choices. Yeah. And she's being forced to and he's not laying a finger on her and that's the fucked part. Look. Yeah. And, you know, these actors, they're they're not main cast actors and nope. they do an amazing job. Like you get her terror, you get how scared she is. Yeah. She looks you know. visibly rattled and as mm-hmm. anyone would be in that situation. Exactly. And so they have worked out where this bridge is. Mm-hmm. Um, they get out of the car. Sam's like, Dean, I think you should stay back. And Dean's like, I'm cool with that. Like, yeah. I clearly cannot stop this. Um, Andy is like, no, I have to come. And he's like, I don't think that's a good idea. And he's like, no, this is Tracy. Like, this is yeah. someone I care about. This I'm- is someone I physically care about. Yes. And so we cut back and um, we have Weber in the car and he is asking Tracy to undress. And again, I appreciate mm-hmm. that it's very direct. It's mm-hmm. not trying to skirt around the issue. He's going to rape her and then kill her. Yeah. Like that's what's happening here because he says yep. like once we're done here, yep. which Yo. is pretty, I think pretty crystal clear what that's yep. the, the intention what of that is. We, we, especially when he says what we, it's very disgusting. It's very mm-hmm. horrible. And it's very like, this guy does deserve to die. Um, I hope his head explodes. That's not what happens guys, but I just want his head to explode. I'm like, yeah. you're a horrible human. You do not deserve breath. I, I do appreciate that. They're like, yes, Dean, you want to take a, take a backseat? And Dean's like, fucking A. Yes. I'll be up here if you need me. <laughs> yes. Um, but just in time, Sam arrives. He punches in the glass of the window. Oh, <laughs> um, And he puts a like a gun in his face and is like, get out of the car. He tries, whoever tries to control Sam, but yeah. that doesn't work yeah. because it obviously your, doesn't work your, on Sam. Your powers uh, don't work here, mate. Yes. Sam pulls... Um, Weber out of the car. Yeah. And he's grabbing Tracy, trying to get her to safety. Uh, they put tape, obviously, over Weber's mouth so he can't mm-hmm. use his powers, particularly yep. on Tracy. Um, and he's getting really pissed about, like, Tracy being hurt. Like, he's attacking Weber, like, physically attacking him, not trying to, like, make him do anything. And they're kind of like, Sam's trying to hold him back and, like, stop him and you know being like i will handle this like chill out like but i can you know you can sort of see andy's like anger like hurting this person that he clearly has feelings clearly for. he fe- has feelings for and cares about um and then we see that weber is focusing pretty hard on tracy 
It turns out he can use his powers without even talking and Sam once again gets knocked unconscious. Um, I think he got knocked unconscious two episodes ago and then now in this episode, um, it always makes you think of Archer. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, it's very much that energy. Very much, yeah. Goddamn Sam. (laughs) You big galoof. Mm-hmm. Um, and so Weber and Andy are kind of fighting it out, like trying to sort of control each other, which obviously they, they can't. can't. Yeah, it like equals um, each other out. He tells Tracy, Andy tells Tracy to stop it, which is clearly upsetting for him to use his powers. On her. On her. Um, and this sort of battle, sort of this like fight mm. takes out. Um, it's getting very high stakes you know tracy's now standing at the edge waiting to jump yeah dean is in the distance with um, like a rifle like a i guess a sniper rifle Rifle, yeah thing um but weber's Weber's picked it it up and he's like i can see you and like he's just about to kill dean in amongst all of this he reveals that he's been in communication with a guy with yellow eyes who's been helping him to develop his powers and like telling Mm -hmm. him what to do and Kind of clearly, like, <sighs> pushing him over to the dark side, dare I say. Yeah. I wonder what this guy, who this guy is with yellow eyes. Yes. Um, so, obviously, the yellow-eyed demon is try- has has stepped in and is trying to... Influence. Influence and, you know, encourage and develop the powers of these mm-hmm. people. Harness um, the powers and such. And just as we get to this crescendo where Tracy's about to jump, jump. off the ledge. Yeah, it's all very upsetting. Dean's about to kill himself with a sniper rifle. Sam's out for the count again, um, <laughs> and uh, Andy ends up shooting Weber yeah. with, with Sam's gun, which sucks because I love Andy and yeah. I love him to be innocent. innocent. Yep, innocent good guy Andy for forever and not have to have done this. But you know, here we are. We cut to the next day. The cops are there. Yeah, Ambos are there. They're putting um, Weber's dead body mm-hmm. in the back of an ambulance. They're treating Tracy um, and, yeah, Andy's using his Jedi mind tricks on the police being like, he shot himself. Mm. You all saw it. Yeah. Um, and so that's sort of how they're, they're getting out of it. Mm-hmm. And he and comes over to Sam and Dean and he sort of waves at Tracy and Tracy looks away from him and. Yeah. And she'll never see. Yeah. Like that, that's done. Like whoever has tarnished that relationship. Yeah, because obviously, as he says to Sam and Dean, he's never used his powers on her, which you talked a little bit about before, but this is like the confirmation that like, yeah, he could have made her stay in a relationship with him Mm -hmm. and he didn't because he didn't want to. He didn't need to. You know, that was the whole point was like he had everything he needed and if him and Tracy got back together, it would happen. But like he wasn't wasn't fussed by all of this. He wasn't Because he was the good twin. Yeah, he was the good twin and he was a good guy. He was a sweet, precious being who should have been protected. Unfortunately, he's now been, again, tarnished with a bit of a brush with his with his brother and Mm -hmm. now we're here and obviously he's not he's gonna be seeing things with without that sunny disposition, unfortunately. Yeah. And Sam gives him his number and says, if anything happens, like you don't have to be alone in this. Yeah. You have you have us now. Yep. Dean is like, We'll be seeing you if Mm. Be good or we'll be back. Pretty much in no uncertain terms. And- <laughs> yeah. And Sam's sort of like, well, you know, push comes to shove. Andy was pushed to kill. Um, mm. So we are all killers. And Dean's like, well, yes and no. Like, yes. And I agree. I think anyone can be pushed to kill in the right circumstances. Oh, yeah. Like, I don't think anyone is completely above that. 
um, if the circumstances are right. Yeah, but it but was self-defense. You it was know? self-defense, yeah. What was he going to do? And so, you know, right or wrong is more complex than that, of course, but, like, mm-hmm. he was left with no choice with yeah. his, what he had to do. Well, you know, if he didn't shoot Webber, and again, mm. you know, we're not that podcast, we're not that philosophical podcast, kill one person, save how many lives? Yeah. Not kill one, if he hesitated or didn't kill him, how many people actually would have died? Yeah, and it's like the, this person is the direct reason that these people are dying. It's not like yeah. anything else. Um, yeah. And so they, the boys head off. They head back to the roadhouse. Mm-hmm. Um, and Ellen is in full mum mode. And here's the thing. I really like Ellen. I really oh, like the I character love, of Ellen. Yeah. And broad strokes, I really like the idea of a, the character of Joe. Broad strokes. Oh, broad strokes, yeah. Like we'll talk about it in the next episode. Like it's just how she was characterized that is yucky. Um, but like I really like the idea of – like this sort of family base. Yep. And I just think that they got it wrong, mm-hmm. um, which we'll talk about. But Ellen's there. She's mad um, because she's like, you're getting Ash into your family business, but you're not telling us about your family business. And mm-hmm. this war against the demon is not your war. It it's- is just war. Yep. And you need to come clean and you need to tell us everything that's going on yep. um, so that we can help. Yeah, because uh, I hit up Ash and he crumbled like a piece of paper. Yes. I was like, hello, very mum energy. I love that. Exactly. Like, and I love that energy. Like, I love yeah, having this, oh, like, I'm not mad. I was just like, strong. I like that she's just like, I put the I put the pressure on him yeah. and he fucking crumbled. <laughs> yeah, he, he has no spine and I know exactly how to make him talk, you know, sing like a bird. Yeah, pretty much. And I love that. Again, great mum energy. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they they sort of go, okay, fine, truth is coming out, you know, truth being a bit of a theme of this episode. Yep. Um, and, what you know, telling the truth and um, they sort of explain what's happening and, like, this pattern that we've seen and it turns out Anson Weems, a.k.a. Weber, never had a fire in his nursery. Yep. Um, his mum never died or his adoptive mum never died um, and nothing happened on his six his six-month birthday and – which means that there's no way to find out exactly how many of these kids are out there because before there was a pattern, you know, they had a fire in their nursery when they were six months old. Often that led to the mum dying um, and that's not the case. There was a particularly bad one out there and nothing bad ever happened to him. Yep, so truly how many, you know, mm-hmm. yellow eye demon children children are out there? Yeah. Unknown, yeah. undetermined. And that's the end of the episode. Is yeah, kind of on that. I on also that note. love. I also love that just before the, it does emiso- mm. uh, the episode. I love that Ellen just turns around to Joran's like, "Crack out the good whiskey," and it's like, "Oh damn, yes, no yes. getting sacks up in here." No, and because first she's like, "Oh, go get a case of beer." The boys are coming, and then she's like, "Okay, when this this is actually some hardy. This was requires whiskey. <laughs> this requires a lot of booze." Um, yeah, and that's the end of the episode. I really love this episode. Yeah, it's a good one. It's a good one. It's, you know, it's dark, but it's light because Andy is such a sweet bean. Um, and it's sort of a refresh. The last couple of, first four episodes yeah. of this season have been pretty Our grim. comedy has been lacking no. because of the heavy, heavy, heavy topics we've been forced to take. Yes, forced to, to discourse upon. Um, but yeah, thank you so much for listening, guys. Yes. As always, follow us on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Uh, we will talk about it pod. Follow us on Instagram at we will talk about it pod. Uh, you can email us at we will talk about it pod at gmail.com. Uh, please feel free to leave us a review, particularly on Apple iTunes. Mm-hmm. Um, that is where it matters, even if you don't have an Apple device. Mm-hmm. Um, it is 
is me still the most important place to find? Um, and tell a friend, tell a work colleague. Mm-hmm. Tell someone who you think might like to hear mm-hmm. our rambles. But in the meantime, stay safe because these aren't the droids you're looking for. Bye, guys. Bye.